What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Lemon. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Got a quick lunch break episode I want to get out because I think a lot of my salespeople are really going to benefit from this. So I want to get right into it. So I saw this uh, post come up from uh, Chris Walker. He's a, a marketer. I forgot the name of his company, but I follow him on LinkedIn. He's got a ton of followers, man. It should be easy to find. And he had this uh, quick comment. He did a, like a quick minute video I thought was super clean about how smart salespeople are becoming better marketers because it's the path of least resistance. So he broke he broke it down of why, and you know I, I would agree with everything about that because the lines are becoming way more blurred between sales and marketing. I think great marketers understand the sales process and understand customer needs and understand how to challenge the customer to think through their whole, that whole buying process with you know engaging content. And I think good salespeople understand great marketing tactics. They understand to go out, personal brand themselves, you know, create and you know, um, experiences that really allow people to lead with value. I think that's major. So let me get right into today's stuff, man, because I think this is something that we gotta press into as salespeople. We don't have a lot of time, and we, you know, we got all of the, the MMA activities out there, money-making activities that we got to stay dialed and focused on, especially if you're a business owner and you're selling on the front lines, you're, you're wearing multiple hats. You, you don't you don't got space to really be, you know, just making random content or endless content just for the sake of content, right? So what should you be doing? Well, first, ask yourself a couple questions. Are you trying to boil the ocean? Like, how many people, how many clients do you really have to, you know, bring into your org or your how many how many deals you have to bring to the table for it to be a successful year for you long story short how big is big enough <laughs> right simple question there with that i mean and i think the more that we understand the timelines and the real business results that we're trying to accomplish the more effective we're going to be with our marketing and our content I'm speaking from personal experience as a guy that has created a lot of you know things just for the sake of creating because I wanted to understand how the space was moving. But as you start to dial it in and you create focused content that's going to be geared towards your audience, that's going to be insightful and challenge them to think through what's happening in their space. Now you get better outcomes with that with that content, right? So I want to go through my process. This will be really quick. Um, and so I'm going to just run through a couple things. It's an eight-step process. You can knock this out as a salesperson. You don't have to make content for the sake of make content forever, but I tell you, some of the hugest benefits of podcasting is the fact that it's a networking asset. Like it allows you to lead and open, and it gives you keys to open doors to literally, you know, lead with value. Like you're asking people, what are you working on? Is there anything that you know I could possibly do and add value? You know, and if it makes sense, invite them on your show, share their, share their actual projects, their actual, you know. Um, things that they're working on, things that they're passionate about, books they're writing, whatever that may be that's relevant for your audience on your show that allows them to get more exposure. So you see how that's a win-win out the gate. Um, and you know, you should really be looking to work with people that are going to bring something of value to the audience too, not just talking for the sake of talking. Um, I've been there, so I'm trying to save you guys a couple headaches. But all right, let's get into the actual, my, my approach and my framework for this. One, you got to have a nice pre-podcast process. So literally just have a Word doc with some formatted pre-questions. Schedule a quick, you know, 15-minute, you know, call with your person. And normally I reach out to people just on email, uh, DMs, you know, um, LinkedIn messages. But you reach out to people that, that, are, that might be a good fit for your, for your audience, right? So hit those thought leaders up. You can build out that whole, you know, list of 100 people that make the most sense for you to talk to in your industry. That's one thing. Record the episode. You know, I, I like these shorter 
burst of content. That's me personally. But I also listen to Joe Rogan's three hour rants with it with his guests. So depends on your audience. I don't think there's a right or wrong here. It's just knowing who the people that you're trying to serve and what's important to them. So if you're in business, you, you probably value speed. You probably value getting to the point quick and less fluff. So just keep that all that stuff mindful. Step number three is post-production. Um, you know, and you can outsource this. I know people that can get it done for as little as 500 bucks a month. My agency's one, but there's others out there, honestly. But if you need help with this, reach out to an agency, but you can do this on your own. If you, if you dedicate a good, you know, 30 minutes to a short podcast, you know, editing process where you just have your preset intro and outro, have that pre-recorded, make whatever edits, take out whatever arms you want, and then add your music if you're going to have that. Do the show notes. The show notes are good, man. Plug away for your guests. Make sure they can find that. And then create a quick social media post. And I transcribe everything using that outer app. Something you guys should really check out. It's really cost effective. And you can just transcribe all your audio that way. Publish the podcast. Step number four, pretty simple. You know, get that on whatever hosting you use. I got three different shows. I got the Anchor show for the whole. I use Anchor hosting for the whole Sales Culture podcast. I use the Spreaker hosting account for all my real value exchange conversations around healthcare. And then I have the Mindful Business Renegades podcast that me and Lene dive into. We drop it every Monday mornings and we do that on Podbean. They're all about the same. I mean, if I had to choose one, I would probably go back to Lipson. I love them the most, mainly because I'm out of Pittsburgh and those guys are based in Pittsburgh. So always uh, pulling for the home team. But, you know, little things like that. Publish the podcast. Get it out there, man. Um, step number five, add and create whatever, you know, email sequence or email blast that you get out. However you communicate with your people. I use a straight CRM for that. So take snippets of that, put it into a nurturing email campaign. Um, and there's a, a lot of different things that you can do around this, but get it into that regular conversation is a big piece. Number six, I, I upload all my uh, social media cuts right to buffer, schedule them so I can set it and forget it. Really focusing now on LinkedIn trying to dial back into Instagram, but those are my platforms. I can't be everywhere for everyone. So I kind of pick and choose one during the season that I'm in. LinkedIn's my place right now to play and try to get the most focus there. But step number seven, uh, it's all about the follow-up now. It's like, okay, you made this content, you got it out there, uh, you have it scheduled to get posted, you got the social media coming, but now how are you nurturing it, right? How you how you make sure that your audience has a chance to hear it. And again, that's back to that email blast or that nurturing campaign, text message service. You can do old school mailers. Those still work. If you listen to episode 99 with Steve Gordon from the Unstoppable CEO, he does this wow kit where he sends out like a box with a mug and just some follow-up stuff. And it works, man. It's a great way to do it. So follow-up is key, man. Make sure your follow-up game is strong. But... If you really want to tap in and boost your whole, your whole, like, who do you hang around? Like, who, like, you know, all that you want to, you want to level up your whole network after you're done with the conversation with the guests. I got this from Steve Gordon as well. It's a key killer question. He got it from his mentor, Dan Sullivan. It's the ultimate question that I think we should all be asking anyone in any networking arena is if we're having this discussion three years from today, and we're looking back over those three years, what has to happen in your life, both personally and professionally, for you to feel like, you know, this time was a good time for you, that you're happy with the, with the whole progress that you made over those three years? Then just shut up and listen, man. People will tell you exactly what they're up to, tell you exactly how you can help. Um, and then you think about it, man. Now, if you don't got no way to help, fine, it's cool. Don't, don't, put, 
don't make something out of nothing. But if you might know someone that can, if you might know somebody that can be an easy plug for them, plug away. Like if you got some, you know, other hobbies, like for me, like I love working out, I love training hard, and someone's trying to, you know, figure out a, a training regimen, I'll share my workout routine with them. Just simple stuff, just back to being human, humanizing business, business. It's back to the basics, guys. So anyway, that's it, man. That's all I got for this lunchtime quick show. Hopefully you guys got some value out of it. You guys can get those show notes over at salesculture.work. And um, I'll post that there in the whole blog session, eat my own dog food. And, you know, I look forward to really uh, sharing out this content tomorrow with Derek Williams. He's a sales leader and he really specializes in hiring sales talent as well as scaling up sales development reps. So SDR builds up those teams for startups and he knows how to build a pipeline, man. I think he's done over 100 million in pipeline and he also has closed out and brought in more than 10 million in revenue. So real results, real numbers, man. Look forward to having and sharing that content with you guys out tomorrow. Please go share this for anybody that makes sense. And if you're looking to get into podcasting, you just got questions, you don't wanna, you don't wanna, you know, pay for our service, all good. Um, I have a free 10 step, you know, um, you know, guide basically that shows you what mics I use and everything else and to try to keep the process simple and easy and effortless and light as possible for us sales guys out there. And look, man, of course, I'm going to email you afterwards. But, you know, it's the game. If you don't want to just opt out. But I would love to share whatever I can to help out in any way possible. Just go to salesculture.work so we can get linked up or just check me out on LinkedIn. With that said, you guys be phenomenal. Get back to killing your day. of B2B buyers want content with more input from industry thought leaders. Launch a podcast and invite influencers on your show to position your brand as an industry leader. Learn more at salesculture.work.